0: The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus answered Judas, not Iscariot. Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them. And we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And the word that you hear is not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Good morning. How are you? Good and tired. That's about right. That's about right. I can always tell the first real, real sunny day we had because everybody comes in a little bit redder than they were before. As always, I've got a question for you. Is there a home that's not yours, a home that you like going to? (laughs) It's like yeah (laughs) and what do you like about that Finn yeah new different different rules (laughs) different temperament in the dog yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even, keel. <laughs> Even keel. But yeah. So you like going to, the, to Finn's house for the exact opposite reason. Yeah. But the same, but the opposite at the same time. What else? I heard Cora. Nana's house. What do you like about Nana's house? any house with a golf cart's a good house yeah oh you can skate on the pond out there probably when it's colder but yeah yeah claire how about you So, Zach and Aaron, and that's, I think, your neighbor, and they have skateboards and all kinds of stuff like that, right? All kinds of cool stuff. In today's story, I don't know if you caught it, but in today's story, we have two different stories of people going to someone's home. In the first story, there's uh, Paul and Lydia, and uh, Paul's talking about Jesus, something good to do, and Lydia is really, really enjoying it. And so she says, you guys, come on over to my house. You know, we can talk a little bit more. You have a place to stay. We can eat some food. And she just kept asking them and kept asking them. Eventually they come on over. And in the gospel story today, we have Jesus that tells us that the Holy Spirit will make a home with us. In other words, God will come on over to our house and be with us. I think That the homes that aren't ours, the ones that we get to visit, these are places where God teaches us so many things. God teaches us about love in different ways, about fun in different ways, hope and laughter and life in different ways. God can use these homes to remind us of everything good that we hear about in church, everything good that we're meant to know in life. God uses these homes in really cool ways. In fact, I think God uses these homes to make us into who we're becoming. Without these homes, we wouldn't quite be the same, would we? Yeah. So here's what I want you to do this week. This week, I want you to enjoy going to whatever home that you wind up in, one another's, a new one, any kind of stuff, I want you to think, what in church are you reminded of in this home? Is it love? Is it joy? Is it goodness? Is it forgiveness? Whatever it is, look for what this home reminds you of in church and look for the way that God is still making you into the really cool people I already see you becoming in these places. Does that make sense? Should we say a prayer? Let us pray. Gracious God, you make a home with us and in the presence of one another, we make homes together. Thank you so much for the homes that we visit and the ones that give us joy and laughter. Thank you for even keeled dogs, and wild dogs, and golf carts, and playfulness, and skateboards, and everything else, and help all these things to remind us and point us to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for being here, guys. You can go back to your seats. In the name of Jesus, amen. This moment of making a home with one another is repeated throughout our scripture. It's a sign of great blessing when Jesus comes and stays. It's a sign of great blessing when God, God's own self, stays with prophets or with the Ark of the Covenant or with anything else. It's a sign of great blessing when the Holy Spirit comes and dwells on a community for a time. And in all of these things, we find in every single case a community, a place where people are together, living together, working together, eating together, growing together. Making a home with one another is some of the most holy things that we do and some of the more natural. Have you ever seen this? Have you ever experienced this? And I wanna us think not just about the homes that we make that we go back to again and again, though those are good and right and holy places too. I want us to think of the places where God has pulled us out of our everyday and into the company of neighbors, maybe even strangers, friends, family. I want you to think of a home that you have been called to once or repeatedly that has filled you up, that has brought you into restoration, renewal, energy. Hold that home, that experience, in your mind and in your heart. If you're like me, you don't have to be. There might be a few flowing through your mind. That's okay. There's some commonalities of the homes I've been invited to. They don't all have the same number. Sometimes it's one person, sometimes it's many. They don't all have the same type of people. They don't all have the same moment in time. They don't all have the same experiences. But in all of them, I'm not alone. I rarely think of a moment when I walk into an empty house and I have an experience, though that's happened from time to time. Most of the time, the reason I'm walking into a home is to see someone, to visit with someone, to be together. God uses the relationships in our lives to build to build holy, wonderful, good things. Now, I could just leave it here in a very safe lane, but I should also recognize that our relationships are complicated, aren't they? They don't only build good things. They don't only build wonderful things. They don't only build things that give us hope and joy. There's something to that, though. The relationships in our life can sometimes bring us hope and sometimes bring us down. Relationships in our life can sometimes bring us joy and sometimes bring us pain. In the midst of it all, I think that these relationships are meant to show us both in enjoyable and unenjoyable ways the way that God works in our lives and throughout the world. When we are happy and when we are elated and when we are being filled in the presence of where we are, it is a little bit easier to see God. And when we don't feel filled in these places or scenarios or moments or communities, it can still be, and I would press, it may even be so that God is working here too. After all, in in addition to saying that the Holy Spirit will make a home with us, Jesus also announces to his disciples, I've told you all these things ahead of time, so that when they do happen, you can believe. And here he's talking about not these wonderful, great experiences, but the cross. I say these things ahead of time. We always do. In our scripture, in our worship, and in all other parts of life, we say these things ahead of time. So that wherever you go, you might believe. You're going to go somewhere this week. It might be to your home and there you'll stay. It might be into other homes or into work or into other parts of life. There might be joy, there might be pain, but wherever you go, we say these things ahead of time so you might believe, that you might believe that God is there in pain, that you might believe that God is there in joy, that you might be able to see what God is doing in the midst of these things, and if you don't, we'll say it again. We'll say it again and again and again. Because our scripture is not full of people who say things once, but people who remember over and over. We need these homes to fill us over and over, and we need these words to fill us over and over. We need to be reminded over and over to be filled with good things with hope in the midst of it all. So this week, I invite you to go to a place or a people or a home that gives you hope. Don't treat this task like a luxury, like something to do if you have time. Don't treat this like something that's that's far off and away at the bottom of the list. You are worth being filled. And you are worth having good things. The God of heaven and earth doesn't come down each Sunday out of obligation. The God of heaven and earth comes down to us and to all people because we're worth it. You might not see it. I might not see it. But the God of heaven and earth has deemed it so. So we're worth it. We just are. So go to these places that fill you. Go to these moments that give you hope. Go into the places that might help you believe. Don't put it at the bottom of the list, but the top. Because we need to be filled and we need to hear these things ahead of time. Everything else on the list. Will be places that this really comes in handy. God be with you wherever you go this week. God be with you in joy and in pain. God be with you in your relationships and in your homes. God be with you wherever you're called. And may these things we've said ahead of time help us believe. Amen.